Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. A huge welcome to my beautiful friend Vanya Insull from VJ Cooks. A lot of you may have heard of her incredible brand before and I'm so excited to you know hear her journey and how she started out today but first of all welcome Vanya. Thanks for having me on the podcast it's pretty exciting. Oh it's it's absolutely my pleasure. Um, so for those of um, about that bleh, those of us that don't know you Please tell us a little bit about yourself, about Vanya, but also about VJ Cooks. Okay, so I um, I went from uni, I was a graphic designer and I designed magazines. So I love the graphic design side of things. Mm. And then I moved to a smaller town in New Zealand called um, Topo, which is three hours from Auckland. And there was no... Um, magazine jobs here because I used to design magazines mm-hmm. and so I started just I just had my second child Henry who was six months old and I started just doing little videos of me cooking because I used to design a food magazine in New Zealand called Taste mm-hmm. so I became kind of a foodie and then I started recording little videos of what I was cooking and then I was I didn't want to put on my personal page so I just made a page on Facebook called VJ Cooks because VJ is my nickname Vanya Jean Mm. and then it just um, snowballed from there so I'd get a few hundred views on my videos it'd be so exciting and then I'd do a few desserts and I got a few thousand video um, views on the videos and lots of likes and then the Facebook page just went crazy and then I started the Instagram as a behind the scenes of the Facebook page and now the Instagram is really popular as well. And then I was like, I better get a website to put all these uh, <laughs> recipes on. So I think that was um, one of my successes at the start of Facebook and Instagram is that I was, wasn't was taking people off the platforms. I was keeping them on there because I just posted the recipes on those platforms. Mm. And then I've got a website called vjcooks.com. And I've just published uh, my first cookbook last year and I'm working on my second one. So, so great. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so I share on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and TikTok as well. So you built, basically, to break it down from a strategic point of view, you built a brand before you created anything to sell. Yes, that's right. So you right. built your audience based on just sharing. Yeah, I didn't get paid for like the first few years. I think I started with sponsored posts. And um, I'd get like a hundred dollar voucher for the supermarket every now and then. <laughs> and then my friend told me that she made, she said, I made $400 last month from my website. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I found out about how you can make ad revenue from having your recipes on a website. Oh. So getting all that traffic on social media is, um, that's one of my revenue streams is ad revenue on my bjcooks.com recipe website. Yeah, so that's what I was going to ask you about. What does VJ Cooks look like now from a structural point of view? Um, Like, obviously, you just started because you loved it and you turned into a foodie because you were working in a a food magazine. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah, yeah, so what are your, what revenue streams does the business have now? Yes, so there's um, probably 
four different re revenue streams now. So I started um, cooking with EJ membership about two and a half years ago. So that's a monthly ebook. Mm -hmm. So from the recipes in the monthly ebook, we fill gaps on the website. And then after about, be, they'll go and say the January ebook, and then we kind of get them around, get around to putting them on the website in like May or June. So they're exclusive to the membership for a few months. But wow. the idea when we create the content is always to get it onto the website eventually. Yeah. Um, so we've got the membership and then I've got the ad revenue from the website from all the clicks. That's why we, I've got a Facebook manager and she posts six times a day on Facebook, just recipes. And that's where we get about, probably about 40% of our um, clicks come from Facebook. The rest is from Google and other places. And then, so I've got the membership, the um, website, and then I also do sponsored posts with brands. So I work with an mm -hmm. agency now in New Zealand, um, we are tending, and they're my, um, I work through them for all of my sponsored work, apart from I um, work directly with Countdown, which is Wool Woolies in Australia. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm a brand ambassador for them, and um, each month I create content for them as well. And then my other revenue stream is the cookbooks. So I did a cookbook last year and I'm doing another one this year. So it's not huge revenue from the cookbooks. It's more for like kudos kind of thing, I think. Yeah. But it's nice to have something tangible. Yeah. But yeah. So it's four revenue streams. And then I've built a team to help me because I can't do it all. I, uh, I just, I just, my jaw always drops when I hear you speak because it's just like just the how fast you've grown is is incredible or it or it looks that way so walk us through you know the timing of everything and how it happened and I'd also love to know if this was intentional like is this what you like what did how did you like what did you start out thinking this was going to be and you know and how did it all kind of happen from a chronological point of view yeah well when I started sharing the videos for the first few months it's just fun and then I think when the first one went viral, which was like a wheat bix slice, which is my auntie's recipe, it got like a million views on Facebook. That's when I thought, hey, I can make something of this. And I was just trying to post a recipe video every, every week. And my idea then was to get sponsored work. And I was just hoping to get kind of make up what I made doing graphic design because I yeah. didn't do because I was busy. <laughs> and then I started the website and then it was getting things on the website. And then... Um, I started, I sold a couple of ebooks, recipe ebooks. So that was like my first digital kind of products, which was scary to put out there. With, yeah. Where people pay you $9 for a rest, like a baking ebook. And then I started the membership. And then the cookbook came. I approached the publisher and they turned me down at first and said, I can't see your point of difference. <laughs> and I was like, well, I've got this huge audience begging me for a cookbook. Um, and they're like, oh, okay, well, we can do a Zoom. And once I talked to them on Zoom for an hour, they were like, let's do this. And then it was like one of the top top 10 nonfiction books for a New Zealander last year. So that was pretty cool. So cool. So yeah. amazing. Um, and then, uh, yeah, now we're on to the second book. So and yeah. the membership, I'm just putting, I just put a lot of effort into the membership because we've got, I've got 12, almost 1,200 members at the moment in the membership. And they get a monthly ebook. I've just changed it around a little bit so they get seven recipes a month because they were getting a bit overwhelmed with 10. And so was I. I was on the content yeah. train. Yeah. <laughs> and there's so much content in there now that we're like um, two and a half years in that 
it's a lot, I feel a lot more confident selling. I used to feel quite icky selling it. You know, you hate selling to your audience, but they get so much free content from me as well mm. that I feel really confident selling the membership because it's only $12.50 a month. Mm. And people get so much content from it. And it's most of them are there for the community, like the Facebook group and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's an interesting thing that you brought up, that feeling weird about selling. Because I think everyone goes through that when they start a business, don't they? Because yeah, not something that comes naturally. Like it's not like you've had sales training, at no. a, you know, like a real estate agent or a car salesman or something, you know, yeah. it's something you sort of thrown into and it feels a bit strange. Um, when would you say the shift happened for you that you started to feel confident in selling? Um, I think probably a couple of years ago when I'd done a couple of launches and there was more content to sell in the membership and yeah. Um, not everyone sees all your content so you feel like you're talking about it over and over again but mm -hmm. not everyone sees it I try and uh, the membership's evergreen now but I do like a big launch once a quarter because it's just so much energy launching as yeah. you know yeah. um, <laughs> I just did my last launch was a cook-along challenge so we had um, over a thousand people in the cook-along challenge Facebook group which is cool and that was the first time I've done a Facebook group for a launch which I loved the community aspect of it and it mm. really showed what it's like if you join the community and cooking with Fiji mm. um but yeah launch is, is exhausting so that's why and then for the since it's evergreen I just tease it every now and then like when I'm designing an ebook or when I'm um testing a recipe I'll just do a little tease like this is for the membership next month so kind of yeah. adding those breadcrumbs so people get curious even if they yeah. don't sign up then they might wait for a bonus or something like that yeah so you're always just naturally working it into your content and what you're speaking about naturally yeah. um, so that it doesn't feel like a big shock when you all of a sudden hey buy my thing yeah. <laughs> yeah and I found that one little trick I do with launching is I record the stories that about the sales or about the different um the different parts of the membership all in one day before the launch really run out of energy during the launch so I find if I hit all those points and then upload them on different days into stories it helps because you run out of energy in a launch that is such a good tip like yeah. I've heard um the tip to record the fine like your final stories and spills and things for the last day because by the last day you're like yeah can't even talk anymore yeah. <laughs> um but I love that that you pre-record all of them like I think yeah. that's I just do my hair and makeup and then do my hair and makeup and then change my top or whatever yeah. so it, and I'll even say hey guys happy Wednesday when I'm recording this oh my gosh. Sunday or something like that and then I put them in folders on my phone ready to upload because the last launch I'd forgotten that I'd recorded something for the Saturday afternoon and it closed that night and I was like oh, I better get on and do a story and then I'd found it already done it I was like yes oh what a gift <laughs> yeah you're driving your past self yeah and it also <laughs> meant that I hit on my stories I hit all those points that I wanted to talk about in the membership like yeah it wasn't repetitive and I didn't meet um miss anything so yeah. that's my new little trick I do and when I don't do it it stresses me out <laughs> Yeah, and because because do you find when you launch like in the middle of a live launch that you kind of forget like you forget what you're supposed to say like you kind of get mental blocks. I I don't know. It happens to me, and I'm like, I, like I know what I'm selling is amazing, and I and I know that it, it's quite in depth, but 
But when it comes to talking about it to Stella on those last few days, it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what did I say? You're talk, talking about it so much. You don't know what they've heard and what they haven't as well. Yeah. So not that everyone sees your stories, but quite often I'll do the stories and I'll do a couple of reels while I'm feeling jazzy and excited about it. Yeah. And then upload those during the week. Yeah, I think that's really, really smart because it's also the, the mindset during a launch can be wobbly. Yeah. Can't it? Like you can be second, you know, I don't know what happens. It's like as soon as you open that cart, um, that it's just flicks a different switch and you're yeah. like asking, you know, all the self-doubt comes in and you're like, oh, is anyone going to buy? And you're starting to question your whole existence. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> but, but to have that prep work done and to show up in a state of when you are feeling confident so that that's what the audience is, you know, perceiving and receiving, oh, I think that's like, that's gold. So thank yeah, that's you. My little, that's my big tip for launching. Yeah, um, I love that. The last one launch, I was the cook-along challenge. So I was cooking each day, but I recorded the intro and the outro of each recipe beforehand. So I was like, this tasties, whatever it was, chicken, I think it was like, oh, no, it was like burritos or something. These are so good. And then I cooked <laughs> burritos later. <laughs> I love it. It's so yeah. good. It's all about the energy. Yeah. Yeah, so good. Um, okay, so a bit of a personal question for you, Vanya, because you're like you come across as such a, like just a chilled, cruisy, down-to-earth, girl like just you know not assuming not you know very humble um and I'd love to know how you remain so so grounded when you have such a busy growing business and a team to look after and, and a family to serve and that sort of thing um I think well I definitely have um problems with boundaries around work and how much I work Mm. which I'm trying to work on it's pretty much the thing that I come up with every time I go somewhere like what do I need to work on work-life boundaries because I work too much because I love working so much yeah but um I guess I stay humble because it's just social media like you could lose that anytime and it's just another person following so um yeah I don't know it's pretty cool having a big audience like every now and then someone will recognize me and I'm just super stoked that they recognize me and I ask them questions about what kind of content they like to see and stuff like that um but yeah I just and it's nice when someone meets you and they respect how hard you work because yeah I don't know some people think that it's luck but like it's got nothing to do with it building an audience it's just a a lot of content (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah it sounds like like you have been really dedicated in growing your audience like I think for a lot of small business owners they know they know that they need an audience otherwise you've got no one to sell to like it's pretty basic but yeah. the commitment that you have to showing up you know especially when you started on Facebook and I know that you came into the branding hub and you shared an incredible masterclass session on on growing an audience on Facebook like even for me that was mind-blowing because I didn't I didn't even realize how much you know how many different techniques there were and how um, frequently you need to be sharing like really high quality content in order to grow at the rate that you have and you know like I think that that that's just like I bow down to you because I think that, that 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 dedication that you have that fire in your belly is so inspiring and yeah so um and I love that that what you said about um 
just I think what you said knowing that it's based on social media that really to me that translates to you hold on to that success loosely like it's not something that you tie your identity to or anything um yeah it's it's amazing so how many people have you got on your team now and what that what are they doing for you so um well I realized my zone of genius is creating content Mm. and just with my iPhone it's not perfect I've tried to like learn how to create take proper photos with the big camera and I'm just not that interested I love creating the food and I love the way it looks at the end and then I'm like oh now I've got to take photos of it (laughs) so um I just uh use like style it up a little bit and use um like portrait mode on my phone um but yeah so I was talking about team sorry Um, (laughs) that's okay (laughs) so I've had to outsource other things like um so I've got my website manager Teresa and she um writes so I'll give her the photos and she'll um, there's a template to writing recipe posts. So we've mm-hmm. got a template. She inputs everything, puts all the text in, all the frequently asked questions. Then I just look over it and approve it and publish it. So we've probably got, we published like 110 um, recipes last year. So there's a lot of recipes going out. So I don't have time to write them all. So she's, and she's just trained one of our other staff to start doing this too, because there's too many recipes since we have to create so much content for the website. There's over mm. 400 recipes on there now. Um, so she's my website manager and then I've got a Facebook manager who schedules five posts a day to go on Facebook. And we also recycle a lot of our content. So mm-hmm. um, she'll schedule, say it's a banana loaf. She'll put it for like 10 o'clock on Tuesday and in, in, um, January and then in the evening on February. And then, cause you can mm-hmm. schedule like, I think it's like 80 or a hundred days ahead in Facebook. Yeah, right. just copy and paste and schedule the same thing so she's scheduled the next three months ahead of time which I used to do all this myself mm. <laughs> so she's Facebook manager then I've got a membership success manager so she looks after the membership does all my um, emails in the membership all of the commenting and posting in the Facebook group which I still jump in there as well mm-hmm. and then my sister Grace is actually a way better baker than I am. And so she creates baking recipes for me every now and then if she's got time. Awesome. Um, yeah. Um, and then we've got my Erin, uh, my um, membership manager, also does my email marketing as well. So we send out a email every second Friday with the latest recipes from the website and then all the launch emails and stuff like that. So it's very busy. And then we have big team planning meetings, which is quite fun. We plan out the recipes for the membership for the year or for a few months ahead and like where we want to go with our launches. Or last year we did a freezer cooking course to show how to make, like to take like a $180 worth of groceries and turn it into, I think it was like 64 portions. So it depends how big your family is. Yeah. It'll be like 20 meals or 10, like depends how big your family is, how many portions you get. Yeah. So, we did a little course because I've never launched a course and I just wanted to do that. You finish something and you start something else. So there's four, three main people on the team as well as me. And then my sister dips in and out and we need her to do some extra recipes and she photographs all her own stuff too. Incredible. Yeah. You all must just be busy little bees because I like, for what you produce, that's a small team. So they're all part-time mums, so they probably add up to one full-time employee, but they're all great at their little parts that they do, which is nice yeah. to employ and support women and um, their families as well. And I pay them quite well because I, and they work amazing for me. They're very yeah. honest. 
um, do a great job. So I'd rather pay well and get a great job and loyalty. I love that. Yeah. I love that mentality of not paying by the hour. Like, yeah. like you know, you must work from this hour to this hour. Otherwise, yeah. I'll dock your pay type thing. Like, yeah. I love that we're now in this new world where we, you know, we're starting to see glimpses of it where people are, you know, can be paid for their value and getting the job done well and yeah. how long it takes. Like, it's, you could do yeah. a great job in 20 minutes and, you know, what it could take somebody else three hours to do a rubbish job. Yeah. I love and that. They're all contractors, so if they mm. work. 10 hours a week they can or 15 yeah. or whatever. there's always work to be done so I'm just happy when they do it and I don't yeah, have to yeah I love that <laughs> gratitude so yeah. what's next Vanya so the next push will be the cookbook which the last cookbook was everyday favorites and then this one's going to have like a summer kind of feel to it so last cookbook was dinners and baking and then this one's got like barbecue and lots of big salad section which has got um big platter salads which I love making and then we've got baking and desserts in this one. So some beautiful Christmas desserts, which is oh, exciting. And this it. one we did a lifestyle shoot around my hometown, which was cool. So it's got more of a like summery feel. Like we went out on the boat and there's photos of the boys jumping off the rocks and stuff. Yeah. So I've got two sons, Archie's nine and Henry is six. So um, it was nice to have photos of them in the book too. Because the last one was done in the studio. So this one's a yeah. bit more lifestyle which I'm really excited about. And then also... Um, build the membership and then we're also going on a family trip to Europe for eight weeks in June so I want to do some cooking schools over there to learn how to cook oh. French and Italian and I think it'll be oh really good as well on Instagram people will be like oh my god BJ's making pasta in Italy so oh that is so cool yeah. I'm so excited to watch your stories when you go on yeah. that holiday I know that you are you are sort of in that mode of getting prepped for that because it's yeah. <laughs> the amount yeah, of things right. that you have to do in two months to be able to have two months off is a lot yeah. so yeah so I'm grateful for you for sharing your time with me today on the podcast oh, that's um, I just have one more um, big question it's a little deep it's a little yeah. strategy based I guess so um, we are currently in kind of a bit of an unstable economic climate shall we say and I'm certainly not one to focus on the negative but from what I've seen um, with my students and members, it's, it is impacting consumer behaviour um, and it's, you know, we've been through a pretty crazy ride through COVID and now this and um, like it's only going to keep coming because that's just the way of the world. But I was wondering if you had any tips um, to give a business owner who does sell digital products um, in, in this kind of climate. Yeah, I think pretty much your digital product needs to solve a problem for someone and if it's going to be convenience or make things faster or brighten up their day then um, they're going to pay for it pretty much mm -hmm. um most of the people we when we get people cancel from the membership it's usually for financial reasons they're trying to cut their subscriptions yeah um, that's the main reason why people leave they usually we do an exit survey and they always love it but they're leaving yeah because of that but yeah I guess just um knowing your audience I've been told that I should raise my price quite a few times for quite a few years and I've stuck to $12.50 because I know my audience quite well they're not mm. huge income earners yeah um, they're trying to save money that's why a lot of the um recipes we share are budget friendly so I guess um for digital product owners it would just be um solving problems for people and helping mm. about 
in the mountain talking about it and um yeah keep talking about it because not everyone sees your posts so just keep talking about it and you'll find your ideal client so if you've sold yeah. it to one person you can sell, sell, sell it to many people it's just finding them pretty much yeah that's it and yeah and so to sort of translate that I guess is don't get discouraged when people do start saying no like don't yeah. let that stop you from still showing up yeah um, yeah because you're right the right per people are out there and they are buying yeah. um but sometimes it just takes a little time doesn't it yeah totally oh thank you Vanya I just have some fun rapid fire questions now okay. which I, yeah. I didn't send Love them it. to you because they're fun <laughs> <laughs> so Vanya asked me to send through a little like little list of questions so that she could be prepared for the podcast but I left these ones out um on purpose so <laughs> so it's a rapid fire situation here so I'm just going to say what's your favorite and then a word and then just whatever first comes to mind it's not scary okay. um, <laughs> yeah, yeah we can edit um what's your favorite app favorite app is um splice which I used to edit my videos oh. but then TikTok after that oh really I yeah, now that I'm on TikTok for my brand, for my personal, I actually prefer it as a consumer to Instagram. I wouldn't be on Instagram if I wasn't there for work. I don't think mm, I'd be on TikTok. Special. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, favourite time of day? Night. I am a night owl. I'm always up so late. I have to make myself go to bed. Mm. What, do you, yeah. what time do you normally go to bed? Oh, probably 11.30 each night. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired just thinking about it. I love that. staying up late. I'm a, like, my ideal sleep would be 12 till 8 every night. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to roll out of bed at 8 o'clock in the morning every yeah. day? Anyway. I get so much done at night because I want to go to bed. Yeah, so interesting. Very, very productive. It's a good incentive. Yeah. Um, okay, favourite exercise? Um, I've been doing strength training lately, but probably just going for a walk and listening to a podcast with my dog mm. through the bush. There's some beautiful tracks around here. So probably nice. just walking. Yeah. Very grounding. Yeah. Um, okay. Favorite habit or ritual? Oh, oh, eating. I love eating. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's a habit or ritual, it's but I'm so always, on brand. It seems to be, I always seem to be eating. So oh. it's pretty a bad habit but I love food so much <laughs> I think it's probably a good thing because yeah. if you didn't eat you'd die so yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good yeah um, okay favorite way to relax well that's what I have trouble with relaxing but probably like watching a tv show or something or going out we've got a boat so we go on the boat on the lake and just like swim and have a picnic and stuff so that's probably my mm. ultimate favorite way to relax sounds really nice yeah. um okay your finally your favorite thing about your business um I love that it gives me the life that I want to live and a freedom filled life um mm -hmm. I'm going taking my family to Europe thanks yeah. to BJ Cooks for that like and also my husband's left building he's helping me out with the kids so to be able to bring him away from something that he's sick of doing is pretty yeah. special as well and always have someone to be with the kids because I'm working so much there's always someone who can be around them whether it's me or Mike which is awesome yeah that is amazing beautiful yeah. thank you so much Vanya I really loved chatting with you and I really oh, appreciate for having me time and sharing those little tidbits of wisdom um where can we find you 
So you can find me on Instagram at bj underscore cooks. Um, my website's bjcooks.com and then just Google bj cooks and I'll come up everywhere. You won't be able to you get rid of absolutely will. <laughs> I have made some of her recipes and the kids are always like, tell Vanya that was really delicious. <laughs> Go try it out. Thanks, Vanya. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this week's episode of Brand Lover, take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and share your biggest takeaway on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget to tag me. I'd love to give you a shout out and thank you personally. Also feel free to subscribe and leave a review to help the Brand Lover podcast reach more heart-aligned entrepreneurs just like yourself. Thanks again and I'll see you next week.